I want to talk to you a little bit about Z-Stack. Z-Stack was, um, is a supplement that you can take every day. I take it every day. Uh, and it boosts your immune system. I mean, the one thing we've learned is ain't nobody going to really help you. You have to do your own research. You have to take control of your own health. Um, and I want you to look into it. If you, if, if you don't want to take it, don't take it. But this is a supplement, and it was developed by uh, Vladimir uh, Zelenko. He is the world-renowned doctor that, he, that Trump said, this is the guy who's actually doing early development. Well, he's been studying COVID for two years, and he's like, it's really not that hard to, to boost your body and prepare it so it can you know, push this off. Z-Stack. Go to ZStackForLife.com slash Beck. He put everything out, and it's all science and, you know, everything. Else. Follow the science. Uh, you know, it's it's a regimen that you can take every day uh, and be healthier. ZStackLife.com slash Beck. ZStackLife.com slash Beck. Go there now. To the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. The Department of Homeland Security has released yet another terror threat. Now, when I was looking into this yesterday, I was told, no, no, no. It's just a continuation of the same terror threat. Well, is it? I'll let you decide in 60 seconds. There's some really important stuff going on today. We're going to start with the Department of Homeland Security and then to the Capitol Police because something wicked is happening with the Capitol Police. And uh, we have a congressman on that has blown the whistle on it. And I'd like to see if any of the Capitol Police actually love their country enough to go, hey, you know, it's starting to look like the KGB here. First, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Think for a minute about the food that you're feeding your dog. How healthy is it? If it's kibble food you're putting in the dish, the answer is, you know, it's probably got some things in it, but it doesn't have all the things because it's it's sterilized. Your dog isn't getting that much out of it. Certainly, he's not getting the best that you could be giving him. I learned this with my own dog, Uno, when I discovered Rough Greens. Let me tell you, Uno is not the same dog. Rough Greens, it is not a dog food, so you can feed your dog whatever. But make sure your dog is getting the stuff they need, the vitamins, the minerals, the probiotics, all of these things for a long and healthy life. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck, roughgreens.com slash Beck. They'll give you the first bag free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. Roughgreens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33, 833-GLEN33, roughgreens.com slash 
back. All right, so there is a new uh, terrorism advisory that has come out from the Department of Homeland Security, and I will tell you, it is, to me, bone-chilling. But hey, I don't want to be part of a misinformation or disinformation campaign. I think the government has our best interest. Ronald Reagan was wrong when he said, government isn't the solution, government is the problem. That was very dangerous rhetoric, uh, anti-government rhetoric, quite honestly. When George Washington said, when the government fears the people, there is liberty. When the people fear the government, not so much, not so much. He said something like that. Anyway, here is the original Department of Homeland Security um, bulletin that we were all shocked and horrified by. January 27th, 2021, a year ago, it stated, and I quote, the acting secretary of Homeland Security has issued a national terrorism advisory system bulletin due to a heightened threat environment across the United States, which DHS believes will persist in the weeks following the successful presidential inauguration. Information suggests that some ideologically motivated violent extremists with objections to the exercise of governmental authority and the presidential transition as well as other perceived grievances fueled by false narratives, could continue to mobilize or incite or commit violence. Okay. All right. All right. I remember going, wait a minute. They think that anybody who believes that the election was not exactly on the up and up is going to commit violence? Huh. Okay. I guess we're all terrorists. Nah, no, that is so old timey of you to think. Here's the new one that, remember, is just a renewal of the one I just read to you. Yesterday, the Department of Homeland Security renewed the terrorist threat, and it says the United States remains in a heightened threat environment fueled by several factors including an online environment filled with false or misleading narratives and conspiracy theories and other forms of mis, dis, and malinformation. By the way, there's a hyperlink that takes you to another page where the Department of Homeland Security is going to help you fight mis, dis, information. They've got a site where you can say, you know, this is, no, 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 that's a conspiracy. It's great. Um, uh, let's see. It is uh, introduced and or amplified by foreign and domestic threat actors. These threat actors seek to exacerbate societal friction to sow discord and undermine public trust in government institutions to encourage unrest, which could potentially inspire acts of violence. Now, that is weird because I would agree If we were talking about, oh, I don't know, Antifa, if we were talking about people who were burning the streets down, but we're not really talking about those people. In fact, we're not really even talking about the people who might be encouraged to uh, go for violence. 
No, what we're really talking about are the actors that are using mis, dis, and malinformation online that seek to exacerbate societal friction to sow discord and undermine public trust in government institutions. Wow, uh, that sounds like the Democratic Party. Who's been undermining this institution and all institutions of our government besides the people who are running it? Mash casualty attacks and other acts of targeted violence conducted by lone offenders and small groups acting in furtherance of ideological beliefs and personal grievances pose an ongoing threat to the nation. While the conditions underlying the heightened threat landscape have not significantly changed over the last year, the convergence of following factors has increased the volatility, unpredictability, and complexity of the threat environment. One, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. Two, Continued calls for violence directed at U.S. critical infrastructure, soft targets, mass gatherings, faith-based institutions such as churches, synagogues, and mosques, institutions of higher education, radical and religious minorities, uh, government facilities and personnel, including law enforcement and the military and the media, and perceived ideological opponents. And calls by terrorist organizations, foreign terrorist organizations, for attacks in the United States based on recent events. Okay. All right. Okay. Now listen, they have some additional details here that they would like. The primary terrorism-related threat to the United States continues to stem from lone offenders or small cells of individuals who are motivated by a range of foreign and or domestic grievances often cultivated through the consumption of certain online content. There's no hyperlink to that. I I don't know what that certain content is, um, but it is contributing to the heightened threat of violence in the United States. Key factors. Number one, the proliferation of false or misleading narratives which sow discord or undermine public trust in U.S. government institutions. For example, there is widespread online proliferation of false or misleading narratives regarding unsubstantiated widespread election fraud and COVID-19. Grievances associated with these themes inspire violent extremist attacks. Okay, all right. Okay, Joe Rogan, I hope you're listening. Ben Shapiro, I hope you read that. I know the Blaze did. Uh, I'd like to know, are we one of those websites? Because it goes on to say that they are working with public-private partnerships uh, that can analyze the online content uh, and social media to be able to identify these actors that are spreading false narratives well i know that our mainstream media and uh uh, also the social media giants have already made the blaze a target of misinformation you read some of our stuff all of which we have won when we go to fight it 
we win every single time. But that hasn't stopped them from claiming that we are uh, purveyors of mis or disinformation. Now, I want to show you that in what was it a month ago, the New York Times, uh, along with other think tanks, said it's time to take down these uh, podcasts because these podcasts are out of control. Remember, Brian Stelter just said the other day, these are people that just don't want to listen to newsrooms. I'll listen to newsrooms if you have both sides, if you can be an on it. You know, the, the latest. Let me play this cut for you. Um, let's see here. It is CNN. Here it is on masks. Cut three. Do you agree with the move? I do. There was a and is a time and place for pandemic restrictions. But when they were put in, it was always with the understanding that they would be removed as soon as we can. And in this case, circumstances have changed. Case counts are declining. Also, the science has changed. We know that vaccines mm. protect very well. Stop against just a second. Omicron. Stop just a second. The science has changed on masks. Can you show me a single a single uh, peer-reviewed paper that show that anything other than N95 masks really stopped it. Really stopped The science hasn't changed. My understanding is the science never changes. Never changes. Right? Yeah. My, our understanding of the science might change. Right. We may have been wrong before yeah. and are right now. Right. But the science doesn't change. That's what's so great well, about science. It's a constant. Yeah. No, no, no. You just said two things, mm. and you're talking about two different things. Okay. You just said science never changes, mm -hmm. but then you also said the science. Mm -hmm. See, it's different. Mm -hmm. When they say follow the science, that's different than follow science. Mm. Science is, is great. It's new discoveries. It is challenging what is known. It's never falling on your sword and saying, yeah, you know what? Einstein was absolutely correct. We don't know. We don't know. So while we don't know, we're going to say that's the best theory. Quantum mechanics, that's the best theory. It seems like crazy talk, but that's the best one out there. We don't know. We're going to continue to look. This is our best understanding. That's science. The science is you will do what we say because we know all. There's a huge difference there. And that's why the pushback is coming, because common sense has to kick in at some point, And it doesn't seem to be kicking in with people because they are science. When you argue against me, you are arguing against science. No, I'm not. No, I'm arguing against the science. The science that you claim you are. No. Mm -mm, you're not. So the New York Times and other uh, left wing groups said that they were going to start targeting podcasts. Hello, Joe Rogan. Hello, uh, Ben Shapiro. Hello, me. Anybody. Mark Levin. They're going to target. That was the that was the announcement last month. And the New York Times said that we were responsible, partly responsible, encouraging people 
the, for violence on January 6th couldn't be further from the truth. We even told them and gave them the tape. They wouldn't retract it because they're the science. Facts don't matter. Okay. This was just published yesterday by Esquire. Who knew it was still around? It's worth paying closest attention now to the events in Ottawa, the capital of Canada. The city and its residents continue to be besieged by an unruly conglomeration of truckers. The situation is so critical and so unmanageable that Jim Watson, the mayor of Ottawa, declared a state of emergency. The reason why we should pay closest attention now is because the usual flock of buzzards already seems to be circling in anticipation down here. Since late January, the likes of Glenn Beck and Mike Huckabee, damn, they're on to us. The likes of Glenn Beck and Mike Huckabee have used their large online followings to spread the word about the truckers' convoy, garnering tens of thousands of engagements, including likes and shares and comments on social media posts in favor of the protest, based on data from CrowdTangle, a social media analytics firm owned by Meta. Facebook's parent company. Oh, my gosh. So uh, something that I got a lot of heat for because I wasn't constantly talking about the truckers. People online are, why aren't you talking about the truckers all the time? Because I I mean, I don't know that much about it. I had the guy on. He seemed like a good guy. I liked his what he was saying. This should be peaceful. I don't necessarily like their blocking, you know, commerce. But, you know, they're Canadians. They can do what they want to do. I always believe that uh, civil unrest should be just that. It should be civil. It should be kind. It should be Martin Luther King kind of protest. And I'm I'm a little torn on this one on how they're doing it, but I haven't seen anything that they're violent. In fact, the violence that was reported, you know, the person that came in and rammed their car, guess who that was? An Antifa member. The one who was actually doing violence up there was Antifa. I guess we don't care about Antifa, but I'm the reason why I've been promoting this. That sounds like mis, dis, or malinformation. Just a warning shot. I'm telling you now, burn important information to disk. If you find these shows as something that you think, I might want to go back and listen, burn it to disk. They are like a drowning man. And they are pushing anyone underwater. And I'll explain that in 60 seconds. First, if you're thinking of moving, uh, you know, you need the perfect moving experience. Yeah, that doesn't exist. But if you call real estate agents I trust, you might be surprised how much easier things are. Moving's no fun. Here's the thing. You have to have somebody in this real estate market that knows the value of your house, knows how to negotiate. If you're living in you know, a red state and everybody's like, run for your life. Well, then you need somebody that really understands how to get the eyeballs on your house 
and put it at the top of the list for everybody that's buying in your area. And if you're moving across the street or across the country, some coordination would be nice, right? That's what we provide at realestateagentsitrust.com. These people have been vetted by us. They don't work for us. And this is a free service to you. These are the people that we have found to have the best practices and the best track record in your area. So if you're looking to buy or sell a house anywhere, it's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. By the way... We haven't even gotten into another thing that broke yesterday. Uh, the Capitol Police. Um, boy, they seem a little out of control. And uh, they they certainly didn't break into Congressman's uh, office or offices. No, no, no. They The doors were open. And so they went in to take pictures of things. Uh, this is the Stasi. And uh, the inspector general is now on the Capitol Police. We are talking to the uh, the congressman here in a minute that they went in and just took pictures of all of his, you know, war gaming for what he was working on in his office. Just took pictures. By the way, they work for Nancy Pelosi. Um, we'll give you that information here in uh, in just a second. The reason why I say they are drowning. You you look at the ratings Online, if you will, you look to the ratings of this program online, on radio, on uh, Pluto, on uh, Roku, all of the different ways that we are distributed now. The footprint is enormous, enormous. Joe Rogan's footprint just on Spotify is 11 million. When you look at Tucker Carlson, remember how much they hate Tucker Carlson? He has three million. Three million a night. Hmm. Anderson Cooper has 500,000. Okay. It's over for the mainstream media, and they know it. They know it. It's over. The left knows, oh crap, what happened to Woodrow Wilson is going to happen to us. It's over. We overplayed our hand. They are going to become vicious. Stay cool, stay calm, stay peaceful, but stay awake and remain standing. The Glenn Beck Program. Oh my gosh, all of that disinformation, I don't know what to do. My pillow. Yeah, Mike Lindell, another terrorist. Mike Lindell uh, has an incredible deal on his Giza dream sheets. They're the best. They are the best. Uh, I have, I'm a sheet snob and I don't like, uh, itchy sheets. I just don't. Uh, and, uh, once you start sleeping on good sheets, you never want to go back until you actually look at the price of the sheets. And then you're like, what? I'll sleep in a flower sack. Thank you. It's really expensive, but I don't know how he does this. The Giza dream sheets. They're the softest I've slept on. And you can get them now on a sa- on sale for thirty nine ninety nine, as low as thirty nine ninety nine. You're not going to find any good sheets at that price. You're just not. Trust me. Go to mypillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. Check out the flash sale on Giza Dream Sheets. Load up on them. This is a great deal. Enter the promo code Beck. 
Call 800-966-3117. Tell them I sent you or go to MyPillow.com. Don't miss The Great Reset. The audio book is out now. Get it wherever you get your audio books. The Great Reset by Glenn Beck. All right, there's something really exciting happening with the uh, the Capitol Police that I think you're just you're just gonna love. There's a couple of things uh, that are going on. Uh, one of them is an in uh, Inspector General investigation because it looks like maybe the Capitol Police are a little out of control. Who would have seen this coming? Uh, they do not have uh, to answer any FOIA you. No citizen can ask them for documents. Uh, only the leadership in the House can really get the documents from the, uh, the Capitol Police and the Inspector General. There is a uh, congressman uh, that uh, it, what, what happened to him is kind of one of the real big reasons why the Inspector General is getting involved. Uh, his name is uh, Congressman Troy Nails. I like to call him T-Money, but uh, he is with us now. Uh, Congressman Nails, how are you? Good morning, Glenn. It's good to be with you, sir. Good to be with you. Um, Can you tell me, the Capitol Police appear to be spying on Republicans, and tell your story of what happened to you. Absolutely. Appear to be spying? No, we have the evidence that they're not just spying, they're gathering evidence and intelligence from members' offices and then having the intelligence section of the Capitol Police investigate those members, and I am one of those. It was a weekend. Uh, there was a Saturday afternoon, and the U.S. Capitol Police are claiming that one of my office doors uh, were it was wide open. Uh, an agent or an, an officer went inside to check that no one should be there that wasn't authorized to be there. I, I agree with that. I said, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't want to make sure. And, so, and then... Uh, while he was doing that, he noticed some what he determined was suspicious writing on my board, oh my whiteboard. Mm-hmm. And that it was my legislative priorities, Glenn. I mean, they're, they're going in there and spying now on what some of my legislation that I may be introducing. And they shared it. They shared it with the intelligence division of the Capitol Police, who then sent it to hire. And then I have three secret squirrels or deep, deep state, I'll say, undercover agents from the Capitol Police questioning my staff as to the content on that board. Well, the content was pretty frightening, Congressman. You had two things written on that board. First of all, let's start with body armor. What's frightening about that is the fact that we in America are buying body armor from China What the hell are we doing? So I have drafted legislation to say we should not be buying body armor for our law enforcement agencies in this country from China. And that's what the the reason body armor was written on that whiteboard is because we are drafting legislation that says we should not be buying body armor from China. And that's what it was. Uh And so they claim that that was suspicious or threatening, threatening. It's a threat to America to be buying body armor from China. There ain't no question about that. The next thing that I'd like to hear your explanation on is the map to what appears to be the closest exit. 
uh, or entrance for madmen to come in and do nefarious things. Yes. Up here in Washington, D.C., there are three separate buildings where members of Congress have their offices. And I'm in the middle building. It's the Longworth building. A build, big building next to me is the Rayburn building. So we had a handwritten map of the Rayburn building drawn on that board with an X on it. And the Capitol Police, these secret squirrels, I'll say the Gestapo, came and asked my employee, my staffer, why is that map with that X? What does that mean? And my staffer told him the truth. We were showing an intern on where the damn ice machine was because the ice machine in our building was broken. <laughs> that's the purpose of that drawing. Okay. Now that sounds suspicious and threatening, doesn't it? I have had several congressmen and senators tell me that the FBI uh, has been spying on them. The Capitol Police is turning into a Gestapo organization. Uh, I had a congressman tell me last week that the FBI is the KGB. What do we know about the uh, inspector general and if he is somebody that is actually going to look into this stuff? Well, I'm going to say this as it relates to Michael Bolton, not the singer. Michael Bolton is the inspector general uh, over the Capitol Police, and he was in my office last Friday. And we spoke. He's an old Secret Service agent. He's been around a while. He's got a little gray hair around the temples. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's an independent. He's independent, and he's going to conduct a thorough investigation, which he agreed to do so. And I said I would appreciate it if it was standalone and independent of any other investigation. He agreed that, with that as well. So I'm going to give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt that he will look into this. He did one hell of a job, Glenn, as it relates to January 6th and the numerous failures. And he identified numerous deficiencies with the leadership in the intelligence section of the Capitol Police. The January 6th, Glenn, the American people need to understand, January 6th should have never happened. They had all the intelligence. It was glaring them in the face. The leadership in the intelligence section, they had it. They just didn't share it. They kept it in their pocket. And who? Do, what do we see to that, you know? January 6th, it should have been, it could have been a, a prevented and avoided if they would have shared the intelligence that we had. What's scary about the Capitol Police is a, a couple of things. One, they don't answer to anybody but the House leadership. So, you know, if a bad Democrat or a bad Republican is running it, they can use it for whatever they want. And there is no FOIA uh, that can get in and see anything that they're doing. They also uh, are being uh, loaded up with money while they're cutting the funding for police everywhere in this country. The Capitol Police is getting more funding and they've made them into an intelligence uh, operation. Um, and they're building now offices in Florida and in California. And I think now there's a third one. And they say there are there are more of these uh, Capitol Police headquarters to look into threats against the congressman. Isn't that the FBI's job? You would certainly think so. And, and these three agents, these special agents that knocked on my door, my employee described them, they look like construction workers. So you're ex exactly right. This is Nancy Pelosi trying to create her own intelligence agency, 
within the Capitol Police to attack those. Go after the individuals that have a dissenting point of view on January 6th. And Leader McCarthy asked me to be one of the picks to be on the select committee. And I've been a very, very vocal critic of the leadership in the Capitol Police, specifically the intelligence section, about January 6th. I've been very, very vocal uh, and a critic about the death of Ashley Babbitt and Lieutenant Byrd, that investigation not even going to a grand jury. That should have gone to the grand jury at a minimum, but it wasn't. So, no, I, I feel certain Benny Thompson and, and Speaker Pelosi and others, they want me to go away. They want to silence me. They want to destroy me, questioning my character. And that is their ultimate goal. Look at go back to the FBI under Obama. They the Russia collusion with Trump. They had the FBI investigate them. They did it to our dear friend Tucker Carlson with the NSA, looking at his emails and his text messages because he's another America first. Yeah. And so this is what the left does. They try to destroy people that do not agree with them and have a dissenting opinion. Congressman, please stay in touch with us. I appreciate you standing up and uh, and shouting from the rooftops. Um, I think the only thing that is going to stop this is a Republican sweep. But if the Republicans are like the Republicans last time, uh, then nothing's going to change. We need Republicans who will shut this corruption down and take anybody who has been involved in any kind of corruption, criminal corruption, and put their ass in jail. Without question, Glenn, and I can assure you this and your listeners, they're toying with the wrong sheriff. (laughs) Good. Glad to hear it. Thank you very much. That's uh, Representative... Troy Nails, he is from the great state of Texas on the Capitol Police and what they are becoming. (sighs) Okay, let me tell you, let me tell you about American financing. Brace yourself for the upcoming volatility that is going to hit the rate markets uh, until inflation slows down. Interest rates are going to fluctuate. Um, and we're talking minute by minute. You never know what's going to happen, what the day's going to bring. If you haven't taken the time to make sure that your finances are in the best shape possible to weather any storm that may be coming, you need to do so now. Call American Financing. American Financing is in it for you, not the bank. They've been helping people just like you make the best decisions to save them the most amount of money for 20 years now. You'll get a free mortgage review. They'll help you move forward if you want. There's no obligation. There's no hidden fees or anything like that. Could make a huge impact on your life. So spend 10 minutes, call them, tell them what you're dealing with, and see if they can find the right loan for you, especially something like a consolidation so you can get out of those high-interest credit cards. You could skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. So call American Financing at 800-906-2440 or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Back Program.
This is the Glenn Beck program. So glad that you have tuned in today. Thank you for listening to us. Uh, the new book is out in audiobook. It's I think it was number one. I checked last night. It was number one audiobook. Uh, yeah, I'm still checking now. Yeah, fallen to number 500. Darn it. Really? Yeah. Huh, yeah that's it's weird. just a precipitous decline. I guess they that heard who, someone read it. Weird. They were like, that's... wow, I'm listening to this. This is terrible. Yeah. And now it's down to number. Oh, gosh, it's a thousand. It's a thousand. Oh, my gosh. That's weird. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. It, it continues to fall. <laughs> but it is available, I guess, if you want yeah, it. Yeah, if you want it. Uh, so <laughs> the, the paper book, uh, there's a shortage of paper, you know. And they just can't get it on the press uh, fast enough. Um, but that should be available in two weeks back in stores. Uh, <laughs> Is this like your house being repaired? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be, no, be done on, in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, no, they're on schedule. Uh, okay. We check every day. They're on schedule. That's good. Uh, so we'll see. But it's supposed to be out in uh, at the end of this month. So we're two, two and a half weeks away, something like that. And it should be starting to deliver. So if you have, you know, ordered the book, you'll be the first out there. I'm, I told you this before. I'm telling you again. You want to get your book now because the third printing won't come out until March. And I think we're going to blow through the second printing as fast as we did the first. Uh, so we're just, I mean... Let me help you. Help me help you. Go and order the book. Any place that will take an order. I know BAM will take an order. Books a million. Barnes and Noble will take an order. Uh, Amazon is, they're freaked out because they have so many orders. They're like, yeah, I don't think until we see the white of the eyes of the trucks that we're going to take <laughs> any more uh, orders. So, uh, but the audiobook, it's very, very good. But I just said to somebody this morning off air, please, please know the information in this book. It explains everything that is happening and you will you will not have to wonder. It is truly um, the Rosetta Stone and uh, and I would get a copy of the paper book. I would have a hard copy of it. I wish I could tell you otherwise. I wish I could be like, no, having a Kindle and the audio book is great. The audiobook and Kindle are great right now, but I would have a paper copy because um, I, I just don't know how long things are going to last the way they are. A lot of it depends on what's happening with uh, Joe Rogan. But if, God forbid, there is a, an event, that's we are one event away from these people saying, that misinformation and disinformation from podcasters that they don't agree with have got to go. And believe me, it will just happen overnight. Your world will completely change. Mine too, I think. Just weird and stew. Yours too. Um, but our worlds will change overnight. So please order the book, The Great Reset, so you can share with others what's really going on. Um, I will say it's not your only option for an audiobook. You know, I'm looking at some of the competitors that are mm-hmm. up there with you near the top mm-hmm. of the list. Like, mm-hmm. for example, uh, Hot Zone. Hot Zone. Yeah, Hot Zone. Now, that's yeah. that, that's the uh, complete series, books one through four, including Hot Stuff. 
Uh, so, to be a quick description. So this is not like hot zone like Ebola. This is, no, this yeah. is hot. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's hot zone. I mean, All there's right. very attractive models on the cover Ooh. of this book. All right. Annabelle Jordan and her two sisters were orphans in frilly dresses when they went to live with their sports lawyer uncle in his world of locker rooms, oh, bookies, and gambling. Oh, now boy. the girls are publicists in their uncle's firm, The Hot Zone. That's the name. <laughs> Of the firm, obviously. <laughs> Despite her upbringing, Annabelle is all woman. Oh, boy. She is. She's a naughty girl. No, she's naturally drawn naturally. to real men. Oh, boy. Like her latest client, businessman and former football legend, Brandon Vaughn. Mm. The chemistry is potent, undeniable, irresistible. Annabelle soon realizes that Brandon is much more than just another jock. And she better hold on tight if she doesn't want to lose her heart. Wow. I so think you get those two together? Yeah, you get those. Yeah. You read a little Great Reset, a little Hot Zone, you know. And believe me, yeah. you will not confuse the two. No? Because the star in ours is Joe Biden, Klaus Schwab, mm. and George Soros. The least so. sexy uh, triumvirate of people <laughs> you could ever no, imagine. No, 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 Here's the deal. I'm in the hot zone. <laughs> this is the Glenn Beck Program. Now I want to tell you about Grip6. Uh, this is a company uh, that is an American company, and the products are great. You know uh, when products are just really made the, the best, highest quality, a lot of times it's, it's made in America, and that's the case with Grip6. Small business in Utah sells high-quality, made-in-the-USA belts. They look fantastic. They function really well. They last longer than any belt you've ever worn. They are customizable. You can get all sorts of cool stuff on them, you know, laser etch stuff. It's, they're really cool designs, uh, and they're different. They also last forever, and they have great socks. I will tell you, I'm wearing a pair of Grip6 socks right now, and why am I doing that? Because in this room right now, it is freezing cold, and we sit in here forever, and Glenn makes it 12 degrees. He is and such a whiner. How many years do I have to listen to you whine? I, the the amen, amount of years that you make me sit in a Ugh. freezer to do this show. It's not a freezer. It is Gr- 65 Whatever. degrees. That's a compromise. Just stop with your science. Uh, gra- <laughs> <laughs> uh, get, go with Grip6. Check these guys out because these are socks that are warm but thin. You can still fit them under your shoes. It's, inside your shoes, they're great. Get 50% off uh, right now when you buy one with their Valentine's Day, it's day sale. It's Grip6.com slash stew. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. This hour, we've got a lot on our plate. We're going to talk a little bit about the Canadian truckers. Uh, a new uh, addition. They just needed to add a couple of lines in their fourth quarter report and their projections. Pfizer. 
uh, they think maybe there might be some things coming out that might hurt their stock price or their earnings. I'll tell you tell you about that. Maybe, yeah, maybe if those things do happen, probably would hurt. Also, Joe Rogan on apologies in 60 seconds. If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. That's what Alexander Hamilton said in his rap song, I believe. And he and he was right. The how he he hasn't aged a day. You know, uh, when he now on Broadway, he can still sing and dance and he's black, which I did not know. I think that cultural appropriation. Hmm. It's an uphill battle. Opportunities to stand sometimes are few and far between. Actually, they're getting closer and closer now. Uh, But it takes you standing in the easy places to be able to work up to harder places. That's why I ask you to switch today to Patriot Mobile. They're the only Christian conservative mobile carrier. And they're not trying to convert everybody to Jesus by whispering on the party line phones. Jesus, Jesus loves you. No, they're just providing the same great service that you probably have right now. They're on the same cell towers. They're going to save you money. And what they do do is they do stand for life. They're taking some of their profits, putting their money where their mouth is, and trying to stand for life. They're trying to stand for the Second uh, Amendment, the First Amendment. They actually are working with us, so please stand with Patriot Mobile. Switch your mobile carrier right now, 972-PATRIOT. You get free activation with the offer code BECK, so call them now, 972-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash BECK. All right. So there's um, there's a couple of things going on. One, I'm just going to give you the information and you make of it what you will we'll find out soon two weeks ago the fda begged a texas judge to delay production of the first monthly batch of fifty-five thousand pages of covid19 vaccine data submitted to the agency by pfizer now they actually the the agency was only supposed to produce 500 pages per month which would have meant that all of the information from Pfizer would have been out in 75 years. Some judges didn't think that was reasonable. You know, you got all these papers to the FDA a lot faster than 75 years. You produced not only a drug, but a lot of paperwork. And you had an easy way to... Zipping it right over to the FDA for approval. So why don't you do that now? Okay. So now they have to start producing 55,000 pages every single month. Now, Pfizer, which just forecast $54 billion in COVID-related sales in 2022, appears to be anticipating some bad news. They have taken their fourth quarter earnings release and they've made some red line changes. Now, this is from Rubicon Capital and Kelly Brown. Uh, she says the changes all center around a couple of things and see if you can figure out what they are. 
For example, in Q4, they have added now on their earnings report or further information regarding the quality of preclinical, clinical or safety data, including by audit or inspection. Now, they were saying these things might hurt, you know, our earnings going forward. But they just added, you know, and there's another thing. I mean, maybe information regarding the quality of our preclinical, clinical or safety data, you know, however that might come out, audit or inspection. I mean, it just that might hurt. That might hurt a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, she also notes that Pfizer is now highlighting concerns about clinical data integrity. Um, their, their earnings could be hurt in the future. Challenges related to public confidence or awareness of our COVID-19 vaccine, um, including challenges driven by misinformation. Wow, there's a lot of concern about misinformation now. Driven by misinformation. Okay. Access or concerns about clinical data integrity. Wait, you might have lower earnings if people have what access to the formula. I mean, throw it in the Coca-Cola safe. I mean, they're pretty good keeping that secret formula. You know what I mean? And you know what you do is you have Colonel Sanders stand guard. That's what you do, because he's never given up those 11 secret herbs and spices. So concerns about clinical data integrity, misinformation, and access. Hmm. Um, also, they say COVID-19 may diminish in severity or prevalence or disappear entirely. What did I do with that coronavirus? Now, that one I understand because it is disappearing. There's a new COVID. Uh, what is it? BV uh, something two BA two BA. it's the Omicron uh, offspring offspring yeah the, the variant off of the Omicron yeah. tree basically and they're saying that this one is even it spreads even faster but it's like you don't even notice it right because everybody already got Omicron right so we're, we're, they're saying know. it may not reinfect you right. I mean it, you may not get sick from it they don't know but it's new it's out so I mean this thing may be over. So that's the only one that I go, okay, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, their earnings would go down if everybody, you know, A, didn't, weren't forced to take the vaccine uh, and all of the boosters, or if it just stops. That makes sense. Luckily for investors, they were wise enough to create a little blue pill many years ago that uh, seems to yeah, prop they up make their earnings fine. pretty well. They, make <laughs> they, fine they do pretty well either way. Yeah, yeah they're gonna yeah. they're gonna still make their money. But yeah, yeah, no, I mean it. It's uh, that that's obviously a uh, would be a, a change. I mean, look, people deserve to get this information, especially when the government is threatening to mandate the vaccine. You know, no, I mean, it's not just that. Look at what they've done. If you said that. Maybe the vaccines don't keep you from getting it, you mm -hmm. know? No. And then it didn't keep you from getting it. And they changed the def the very definition of a vaccine. Uh, and then they're like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, you can get it. You can get it. But you can't spread it to others. And then you said, well, I bet you can. You are misinformation. You're the devil itself. Oh, it turns out, okay, well, I guess you can 
also spread it. But you got to wear a mask so you don't do that in between bites or if you're sitting down <laughs> at a restaurant. That's ridiculous. You are spreading misinformation about masks. Okay, now it's we're spreading. The, this, the, the whole problem is it's not just that the government was mandating. It's that the entire system demonized anyone who just even asks a question. I, I love the I love the enlarged heart one. Uh, wait a minute. There are pilots that are saying, you know, I could have a heart problem from this. It's rare, but I could have a heart problem from this. And if I have a heart problem, I ain't ever flying again. Yeah. And how dare you miss him? That doesn't happen. And now. Yeah. You know, we might want to space these things out because it looks like your heart could enlarge. Well, this is pretty oh, consistent okay. with what you've been saying, and I, you know, I think all of us have been saying here, at least on the conservative side, this whole time. You should be able to say what you want to say, and you should be able to do what you want to do. Correct. Those two things solve all these problems. Correct. Correct. Just, just stop forcing people to take something they don't want, and if they are concerned about it, if they have a suspicion, even if it's wildly inaccurate, you don't have to shut them up. You can let your product speak for itself. You can let more voices be better than fewer voices. It's that's the way it's always worked in America until now. All See, of a sudden we're the, trying to silence people. Here's the problem. The problem is a distrust in what? Everything. Absolutely everything. And was it the conservatives that did that? No. Who's been shoveling the crap about <laughs> the police? Who has it that that has made the police look like the bad guys? Who is responsible for all of the the murders and the murder rate going up? I know you're going to say it with say it with me, the guns. the guns. But beyond the guns, it's clearly the left. Who was it that has been shoveling the crap since Clinton? And I don't mean Hillary, I mean Bill. That this election is, uh, it's fraud. It's a fraud. Every time they lose, it's a fraud. Stacey Abrams, yeah. just this week, sitting in front of a, you know, a group of masked children, I assume still thinks she's the governor. Yeah. She's never conceded. Right. So who, who caused us, how, why is it we don't believe in our public education anymore? Is it because of conservatives or is it because of labor unions and crazy Marxists who are now saying and telling doctors, look, if my daughter comes in or no, if someone else's daughter comes in and says that they want to become a boy, you can't even ask. Well, you know what? First, let's just see a psychotherapist. Make sure that it's not something that, you know, can be dealt with with you in your head. You're not just going through, you know, something that a lot of people go through. And then if that's really true, then we can sit down and talk about it because you're making a life altering decision at your age. Do we not trust the schools because of a conservative thing? No. Do we not trust doctors because of conservatives? No, we don't trust doctors because they went all Nazi on us. And said, we're the only thing you should listen to. We're the only thing you can you can uh, talk to. Your, our advice is gospel, and you will not question it. 
and anybody, any doctor who does question it or any other crazy thing like, yeah, I'm going to give a sex change to that 12 year old without talking to the children or to the uh, adults and the parents. You know what? You should be you should be kicked out of the medical field. I don't know. That sounds a little Nazi to me and makes me go. I don't know if I trust doctors. It's hard to keep a civilization together, too, when this type of mistrust is all over the place. It's, an, it's, it's everybody in everything. With every- it's in everything. So just hear me out. I'm going to take a one minute break. I'm going to boil this down because people keep saying to me, why would these people do it? Read the Great Reset. Read the Great Reset. You can get it on audiobook today, right now. You could start listening to it right now. And yes, I know that means you can't listen to this show right now, and that hurts me. It's so important that you listen or read and you have a copy of this book. It is the Rosetta Stone. So why is it they're doing it? What are the main things we distrust? We distrust the banks, the media, the government, big business, big tech, right? Education. We distrust all of it. Labor unions. Okay, so why would these guys want to get away from capitalism, which has worked for them? Uh uh I'll explain in 60 seconds. What do your kids actually know about the history of America? If you ask them right now, how many founding fathers could they name? Founding fathers, founding fathers, the ones who actually did the homework and the study, and they studied every ancient civilization, every modern civilization at the time. What worked? What didn't work? Why didn't it work? What made it work? If you don't know what they read, if you don't know those theories, you're not going to you'll never keep the government the way it is or was. You'll never stop the shrinking of this or this expansion of the government. Your kids and grandkids need to have a firm foundation of knowledge, which will help them build the next chapter of America right now. All of our kids are being indoctrinated with crazy crap. And I don't want to see what this generation is going to build because they don't they know half the story. They only know the half that always leads to bloodshed and misery. I want you to get the Tuttle Twins books. Get two bonuses if you order this week, plus a whopping 35 percent discount off the normal price. They're giving away a copy of their magazine. They're also the 12 activity workbooks, all giving away for free. If you go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. These are great books that will teach your kids and your grandkids. Every house should have these. Friday night is the last night that they're going to make it this available. So hurry, do it now before uh, Friday night. Get the bonuses and the discount. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. 10 seconds, station ID. So let me let me. Let me just uh, talk to you about why everybody is up in arms. 
let's start with uh, government. If you're in Washington, D.C., there's two ways to go, right? You could be one of the people that is standing up against the people who are standing up for a giant behemoth government and the Great Reset. And you can look at those guys who are all getting rich. They don't have really any concerns. Except now they're starting to because America is catching on. They hate the Republicans and the independents as much as they hate the, the Democrats. So does it really matter? Why not get rich? Right now, with their approval rating, they know I go home and I'm berated. I am, I'm becoming a pariah. And if this thing starts to really collapse, uh, they're going to come for me. I mean, pitchforks and torches, the people are going to say, who's responsible for this? So they're freaking out because they know what they're doing. And those who didn't had nothing to do with stand up. They're going to get the blame, too. So now you've got government saying, who will protect us? Okay, well, you've got big tech who the pitchforks and, or, and torches are coming for. Just not yet. You have to have 40% of this, this uh, population all over the world coming after big tech because AI just destroyed their job. They know that's coming, and that's going to cause civil unrest, and the torches and the pitchforks will go to Silicon Valley. So the government is freaking out because they're coming for me now. Can I work with big tech so I can shore our safety up and big tech your safety because we'll be in this together? Big, big uh, business, big banks that took all of our money, took our money in 08. They lied about it through the Fed. They didn't take five trillion dollars and give it to the bank. They gave 30 trillion dollars to the banks. It's the biggest transfer. It's the biggest theft of money in the history of the world. When you have a hard time buying anything, who stole it? The banks, the financial, the big businesses, they know they're in trouble. Who will protect me? Well, government will come with us because we got big tech. So we'll take big business and we're going to develop something here. That's a plan. And you know what we need? Labor unions, because the labor unions will keep the little guy down. The labor unions can be used as the enforcer in the neighborhoods. This is what's happening and if you don't get it, it's going to be too late for you. You're going to be on the wrong side. But this is what's happening. They all know. Why do you think media? Why do you think they're coming after uh, Joe Rogan? It's not just for the disinformation. CNN with glee comes after anybody that has any ratings whatsoever. Why? Because they're over. They're over and they know it. That system is done. Well, what does that mean? We've always done big network stuff. Well, you're going to have to retool and relearn, aren't you? Unless you throw your hat in with a gigantic government that will shut down anybody who's taking ratings from you or saying anything different and pointing to you and going, you know, it looks like a kind of a really sick kind of I don't know, orgy center at CNN more than a newsroom. 
Of course, they're all protecting themselves. They're all protecting their empires. They're all protecting their wealth. And they're all telling each other, we're going to be fine. It's just these crazies who are not part of the elite. And I got news for you. Democrat, Republican, Independent. That's you. That's you. The time to act is now, and it's not through violence. It's just standing up and saying, I know who you are, and I'm I'm not playing this game anymore. All right, LifeLock. Uh, Here's a nice thought. What if you didn't have to worry 24-7 about, you know, uh, somebody hacking into your system? The likelihood of cybercrime coming your way is pretty good, is pretty good. I don't know what to do about that. Jeez, I'm trying to figure other stuff out. I'm trying to make sure my kids go to school. They don't come out indoctrinated. And, you know, they don't do all the other things that kids are doing now. Please give me a break. Well, that's what LifeLock is for, to give you a break. They know you can't watch everything. Nobody can watch everything. Nobody can stop everything. But these guys are the best. I don't know how if something happens to my, you know, uh, ID, I don't know what to do. How do I clean that up on the dark web? They know they have a team in case something slips through the cracks. They'll take care of it with you. Save up to 25 percent off your first year with the promo code Beck. Do it now. 800 LifeLock. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code Beck for 25 percent off LifeLock.com. You can get The Great Reset on Kindle or on audiobook now. Don't miss it. It's really important. The Great Reset by Glenn Beck. This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about what's happening in Canada. Uh, because uh, a good development happened last night. A few good developments have happened last night. It's weird. Ottawa just uh, said, uh, not Ottawa, but I think it's is it Calgary. I don't know. It's one of those places up there. We don't even think about it because it's too cold. To even th- You get like a brain freeze just thinking about it. Uh, but anyway, um, one of the governors or whatever they have up there uh, said, we're going to, as of midnight tonight, all the vaccine stuff done as far as the passports and everything else. That's, I think that's because of the truckers. Yeah. I think that's because of the truckers. <laughs> Seems like they are going to get some sort of concession here yeah. in some way. There's also some supposedly a new um, press conference coming today from the Biden administration, the COVID-19 task force. My guess is the science has changed once again. We're going to learn all sorts of new things. It seems like they have figured out that the politics of these restrictions are no longer favorable for them. And that's the I, only thing that changed. Again, the people move the government, not the other way around. We got to keep remembering that. We got I mean, you see, Well, let's 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 not count our chickens before they that's, hatch. Fair, that's fair. Okay. That's fair. And by the way, it's not going to be it's not going to be, you know what? We thought about they're going to say because we were so vigilant. Oh. And we worked so hard. <laughs> it wasn't the variant that changed the whole game. It wasn't nature. Mm-mm. It was us. This is going to be really frustrating, oh, to, frustrating. to live through. Yeah. To live to them taking credit for lifting the restrictions yep. is going to be the most agonizing thing yep. in the world. And they yep. will not ad- admit at any point that they were wrong about On any anything. of this stuff. 
They were always no, well, with they have the, the science. New, they have the New York Times policy on on apologies. Oh, oh, I love this. You don't know this. But New York Times, they want everybody, when is he going to apologize? Or when is he going to apologize? You know, the Sarah Palin trials going on where, you know, they accused her of, you know, being a monster and basically causing lo- the shooting. You're loading Gabby the gun mm-hmm. for the shooter, which has nothing to do. She had nothing to do with it. No. Um, so she wanted an apology, a retraction and apology. This is what we found out in court. Yeah. Uh, the guy who was eventually fired for approving, what was it the Tom Cotton op-ed? Yeah. Right. He yeah. got fired because he was, I guess, too conservative for the times. The mm-hmm. same person who plant, who, who has admitted he yeah. planted in the language that right. blames Sarah Palin for this, uh, for these shootings. Um, but listen to this. This is a fascinating thing. If you're Joe Rogan. I hope Joe Rogan gets wind of this today. I hope anyone who's in the middle of a cancel culture moment and is supposed to apologize gets wind mm-hmm. of the official New York Times policy. Mm-hmm. Bennett, that's his name, also said the Times had a policy against apologizing for corrections, which are extremely painful for journalists. <laughs> and that it would be meaningless to apologize for every error. I'm going to remember that. I've just adopted the New York Times uh, apology uh, policy. Policy. We can't apologize because it's against our policy. Yeah. So we can't even and, when and even when we actually make a mistake, we right. can't apologize. We can't apologize. Sorry, it's meaningless. It's very painful for the people on air to do it, uh, and we'll do it when the New York Times decides to change their policy. Hmm. I'm 100% adopting oh, that policy. absolutely. I am too. 100%. Uh, but I am interested in this and the approach of the media from everything from COVID to uh, to the CNN stuff that's going on right now uh, and how yeah. they're handling it and even on inflation. And I want to give you an example of this. I'm really interested to hear which way you'll go on this because I, I feel myself pulled in both directions a little bit, but I want to hear what you're going to say on this. This is a clip of uh, Derek Thompson, who is a journalist at The Atlantic, and he has a podcast for The Ringer. And he's interviewing, to set it up, Jason Furman. He's the former Obama economist. Now, Furman uh, was one of the few, along with Larry Summers, who said, actually, this, uh, this policy of just dumping trillions of dollars into the economy right now is going to cause some actual inflation problems. So this is an Obama guy who was right about inflation here. Okay. He's being interviewed by Derek Thompson. Derek Thompson said... He did not believe there would be inflation problems. Mm. And he said he believed the transitory side of this argument. That's mm. that he was on that side. Okay. So he gives here in this clip three reasons why he believes he missed it. He's trying to look at why did I make this mistake? Trying to learn. Trying to learn from his mistake that uh-huh. he's admitting now. Uh-huh. Now, the first two are interesting um, and it's him basically admitting mistakes that are kind of personal. But the third one in particular, I want to, I want you to listen to okay. and tell me what you think about his excuse. Number one, I was born in 1986. I've never really experienced major inflation in my lifetime. So it didn't seem like the sort of threat that I should pay close attention to. Like In this way, I guess it's a little bit like a pandemic. You underprepare for the sort of things for which you don't have firsthand experience. All right, so that's number one. Number two... Also very personal, my career as a journalist started in 2009, 2010. That's the aftermath of the Great Recession. And that was a period when unemployment was consistently too high and consumer demand was consistently too low. I'm sure you remember this from your time in the Obama administration. So I wasn't thinking about inflation or supply side stuff at all. I was thinking about how do we get unemployment as low as it can possibly be as fast as possible. Third, 
and this is the thing that maybe I shouldn't say, but I think it would be dishonest not to admit it. A part of me was kind of rooting for Biden. I was just really happy he beat Trump. And I think I let my emotions drag me toward a position that said, Biden won't have an inflation problem because I would rather he not have an inflation problem. <laughs> and like, that's a ridiculous thing to say out loud, a shameful thing to say out loud. But I do think that might've been like 5% of my motivated reasoning. I can't wait to comment on this. Uh, I like this guy. Mm. I actually like this guy. It's not shameful to say that out loud. It's shameful to keep that inside and hide it and mm. pretend, no, I, I didn't have, oh, I'm an honest journalist. No, he's admitting he's human and he made a human mistake. The other thing, if I may just point out, those that don't learn history are doomed and destined to repeat it. I was born in 1986, so I never saw. Yeah, well, the rest of the world has, and we've been saying this time it's not different. There are certain principles that we've learned through history. Uh, you know, The gods of the copybook headings. Those things are true. And it's not different this time. And if you don't know history and take history seriously, Derek, you're going to continue to make these mistakes. And the, the second one, I was born in 86 and then, oh, 2000, 2009, 2010. Again, that's you thinking. And this is the problem. This is the problem that so that Wall Street had at the end of the 90s when we started having these big bubbles. Why was why did Wall Street start to, you know, uh, sell the, the uh, uh, what are they CT, uh, CDOs and and mm -hmm. all of those things? Why did they keep? Why did they start doing that? Because everyone who lived through this Great Depression was gone. Anyone who had been on Wall Street or had lived through the Great Depression, they were all dead by the 90s. They were all gone. And so you had these new leaders who had never experienced any of this stuff before. The old heads of the banks and everything else knew these things could happen with youthful exuberance. He experienced youthful ex exuberance. His generation comes in. Ah, oh, we know we got it. I mean, we got the reason we have computers. You guys don't even have you don't know how to even use your phone, grandpa. Yeah, but we've seen things and have lived through them. And that's why it's important that the generations come together. Because you, uh, the younger generation, you're right. I don't understand all of technology and I can't adapt as fast as you. Okay. Because we are different. And when you get older, you get more set in your ways. So I don't know how we're going to fix everything. That'll be your job because you'll see the new advancements and you'll be able to go, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know, I just I was talking to an artist and they said, uh, you know, uh, I use Photoshop and I and then I take pictures of people and I arrange them and blah, blah, blah. And then I put them on a transparency and I use an overhead projector. And I'm like an overhead projector. Who even makes an overhead projector? What are you even talking about?
younger artists are like, yeah, you don't need to clip out. I mean, he was talking about I'm clipping out these pictures I took and then I paste them and then I put what are you what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Photoshop. Okay, that that is that's the difference between the generations. You get set in your way and you see something one way and that's just the way it's easy for you to do it. The new generation comes up, Stu, I tried to teach you how to edit the first day we started working together. <laughs> yeah. And you showed me a digital edit and uh, editor and in the middle of it I went, well, okay, tape is dead. <laughs> right? Yeah, Didn't I remember I? that. Yes, that's the real Okay, thing. never mind. Don't listen to anything I said. I'm not up on that one. Okay? Never edited anything again. The older generation has experienced things. Stu came to me with, a, with all kinds of new ideas and new technologies and how to do it. But I came to him with the experience and the knowledge of the business and what has come before. And together, we've made a really good show, a really good team. That's the way it's supposed to work. This guy doesn't get it or didn't get it. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Uh, but I actually respect him. Yeah. I don't know if we'd like each other, but I respect him because he's actually being honest. And what about the third one? Admitting that he was kind of rooting for Biden. And that's why he missed it. Again, a reason for me to like him. Yeah, because that, that was I wanted to follow up after you hearing that. Would that make you more or less likely to listen to the next thing he said? More likely. I think the same for me. More likely. And, you know, I was thinking of this of, of like, you know, he's admitting he made mistakes, right? And going through that process. And that's not easy to do, especially on the air. Um, but uh, <laughs> there is a there's a situation where like I was thinking of this in the context of CNN. I mean, if you've watched CNN over the past couple of weeks since all this Zucker thing stuff has happened, you've seen basically nonstop pep talks to their audience, to their journalist. I swear we're good. I swear we're not collapsing. I swear it. Everything. Wh why did we do this? You know, we're being unfairly attacked. Blah, 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 blah. Can you imagine if you got that approach from CNN? Where like they just said, you know, we we honestly did think the Russia thing was a big deal, and here's why we missed it. We looked at the Donald Trump stuff in the campaign. We didn't like the way he treated us, and we got emotionally involved and went too far. You know, when we when we when the COVID thing was happening, we were scared. We were in New York. We were in yeah, a, a, ground a, a, zero. The, the ground zero of it, and it wasn't like it was in the other countries. And we misjudged Ron DeSantis. I, Can you imagine if they said stuff? That's like That's what we used to do. You would totally trust them more. You not would. Less. You would. Yeah. But they cannot break from the narrative. Yeah. They think by admitting they're an alcoholic. It will destroy them. Mm. It will be their rebirth. If you admit your mistakes and your errors and you self-examine, it will grow you as a person and grow whatever it is you're doing. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody wants something else to happen. In this situation, None of us really know what the right thing is to do. Can you tell me, you know, if you just, if we all just did this, 
everything would be fixed and we'd go back to normal. No, I don't know, because this situation has never existed before in all of its complexity. We can go back and look and say these things we know worked or were bad. It might help. Let's do these things. And anybody got any new ideas to add to that? You just have to know history. And you also, you have to stop playing teams. My team is Team America. That's my team. I want America to succeed. I want humans to succeed. I want humans to be free. The best way to do that is to stop all of this globalization bullcrap, to stop all of the stuff running out of a central location that's going to control your life all the way down. That's arrogance. Let people be. Some will make mistakes, some won't. That's their God-given right. And I got to tell, tell you, this guy will be better because he made mistakes. I think you're right. It's an amazing one. Uh, all right, we're down to the uh, last week before Valentine's Day. Uh, can you hear the clock ticking at this point? The, the footsteps are coming. The four horsemen of the apocalypse are around the corner. Valentine's Day is really close by. It's Monday, right? Monday? You forgot again? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, don't wait too long. Don't miss out on a great deal from GenuCell. They can save 60% off of the GenuCell's most popular package for Valentine's Day. You can get the brand new GenuCell anti-aging primer for radiant glow and a flawless finish. Free with every order of GenuCell's most popular package. GenuCell's new primer uses botanical extracts that will deeply hydrate and brighten your finished look. You, uh, you got me a Mountain Dew and a bag of chips? <laughs> I mean, I think that's... That's, I saw those today at the, at the airport gas station. <laughs> Visit GenuCell.com and <laughs> enter the promo code BECK35. Get 20% off at checkout. This is the last week. GenuCell.com. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. So, you know, what's interesting is, you know, this guy who just admitted I got emotionally tied up because I hated Trump so much. And you can understand that. They said, you know, Trump said the media is the enemy of the people. That's emotional if you're on the other side of that. But you would think that they would now learn that's why you shouldn't call half of the country terrorists mm -hmm. and uh, people that want to just destroy America. You, you can't say that or the other side will become emotionally involved. So, who did that? Trump did that and caused you to react like insane people. What are you expecting? This is the Glenn Beck Program.
to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. I have my line in the sand. I know what politicians I will vote for and not vote for. If you are not clear about what the Great Reset is and you are not clear on fighting all of the E and the S and the G, I am not for you in any way, shape, or form. Um, You have to know who the enemy is and what we're fighting. Now, yesterday, funding was passed, the federal funding. And Chip Roy came out and said, Republicans should not vote for this unless... We amend it so the vaccine mandate, no money can go to the vaccine mandate. Well, it was kind of sad and pathetic, uh, not unexpected. The Republicans are just a joke. Uh, But uh, only 50 Republicans stood uh, against this. 172 yays, 162 nays. Chip Roy has all of the details. What happened? How is it the GOP didn't walk in lockstep and say, no, unless you stop the mandates, you're not getting a dime. We talked to Chip Roy in 60. If you're smart with your money, you know there's a big difference between planning for the, uh, for the future and planning the future. A lot of it is out of your hands and the people whose hands it is in You know, they may not have the same goals that you do and your best interest of your family in mind. So with that said, what are you doing to shore up your financial house against the insanity that is here and the insanity that is coming? Inflation is here. The Great Reset is here. No doubt you're feeling these things every time you go to the gas pump, every time you walk into a grocery store, you see the insane prices, the empty shelves going to get worse before it gets better but we're going to make it through it if we stay together and we do the right things i want you to call goldline today and find out if buying gold or silver as a hard asset is right for you it may not be it's right for my family but i did the homework on it and you're smart enough to figure it out this week goldline is offering a special incentive they've never released before free gold and silver together The special is available with purchase of historic $5 gold Indians and $5 Liberty coins, both of them. Goldline. Call them now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. All right, we have uh, Chip Roy coming up in uh, just a second. I have to tell you, Stu, I got an email in, and I, I mean, I'm taking this at face value. I got an email in yesterday. Glenn, thanks for mentioning our Morton Salt during your Sodom and Gomorrah explanation. (laughs) No reply necessary. Rick Morton. I mean, the Morton people still own Morton Salt or still have interest in it? Or just, I mean, is this just a guy who's like, yeah, that's my family that started it. I'm, you know, on a yacht someplace with all the salt money uh, because we sold it. I'm not working there anymore. Who would work in the salt mines? That's kind of cool, isn't it? That is really cool. It's like when uh, uh, not a lot of people like their product associated with Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's I know. A, I know. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's what's uh, funny is it reminds me when Kathy Walgreen came in. Do you remember this? Yeah. Kathy Walgreen came in and uh, and I'm just talking to her and I just know her as Kathy. And 
somebody introduces themselves and I'm there and uh, she said, hi, I'm Kathy Walgreen. And I said, as a smart ass, oh, I love your drugstore. And she said, thank you. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my, you really are that Kathy Walgreen. OK. Uh, anyway, uh, we have uh, uh, Chip Roy on. Hello, Chip. Glenn, how are you, my friend? Well, I'm pretty good. Um, better now that I'm talking to you. Tell me what happened yesterday, because you were saying, look, this should be a litmus test for all those that love freedom. Don't pass the spending bill unless it doesn't include any of the mandates. No, that's right. And, you know, the good news is that 161, I think, of my colleagues uh, or 160 of my colleagues and I Agreed, and uh, okay. you know we didn't support the continuing resolution. The bad news Oof. is that fifty-one did. Okay, I so, thought it was reverse, so I I'm coming into this as a victory. I'm like, oh, <laughs> only fifty-one. I thought yeah, only fifty-one yeah, no. stood. Okay, so yeah, so 161 Republicans opposed it. However, fifty-one Republicans voted to continue to fund the government, which is going to fund enforcement of these vaccine mandates in our military against our healthcare workers, against our border patrol agents, against our law enforcement personnel. And it's wrong. And look, I hope the Senate will take up the fight, but I'm not going to hold my breath. No, it's Mitch McConnell. The the problem you have in Washington is that the leadership in Washington is, quote, more concerned or is more concerned about, quote, taking back the Senate, taking back the House. And they think they can just play this game through the year of letting Democrats hang themselves. But my friend Steve Dace, who you know well, wrote this morning in a tweet thread, that Democrats are about to take the Omicron off ramp and they're going to start to be able to kind of move on and say, look, we did it. Yes. And we're never going <laughs> to hold these tyrants accountable for, sh- for shutting down our, our entire way of life and forcing jabs into the arms of the American people and then firing our troops and firing our doctors. So we ought to stand strong and Republicans can't just assume we're going to get power in November when we don't fight. We ought to be fighting for the people. They are about to, t- I'm telling you, it's coming. We were just having that same conversation on the air about an hour ago. They're about, and it's going to be agonizing. They're about to take a victory lap. And they're never going to say that this was the inevitable outcome of a virus. You know, this is repeating the pattern of the flu virus of 1918. Um, and it really had nothing to do with anything that man did uh it, this is the way the virus plays out but they are going to take credit for all of this and they're only bending now because they see the people are standing up how do the republicans not see the people standing up look right now there is more fight in five of those canadian truckers yep. than there is in the whole of the republican conference okay and that's the reality. And, and Republicans have got to understand that we can talk about a task forces and a contract with America and about what we're going to do. But look, those are words. And we don't need more words. We need Republicans who will demonstrate a resolve, a commitment to stand up for the people that sent them here to fight for them. That, that's why Trump was successful. That's why people rallied around Trump, because he was talking about America first. He was talking about real Americans. And he came up here and he said he was going to challenge the status quo. And too many of my colleagues are running around the cloakroom right now, wearing their khakis and their vests, and they're ready to get on their airplane so they can go make their hunting trip or they can go make their you know fundraiser golf getaway or whatever. Instead of saying we should be here right now in Washington, right now, 
denying the funding of these mandates because somewhere in America today, a doctor is going to lose his or her job. A nurse is going to lose his or her job. A Marine, uh, any one of our men and women in uniform is going to lose his or her job because they don't want to succumb to tyranny. And that government, if the Republican Party can't stand up for liberty against the tyranny of government to force a needle in your arm against your will, when there's literally zero science for it, even if that should matter in the calculus, I don't even know why the Republican Party exists. And so we should be standing up and fighting. So you want to name some names? Well, look, I mean, there's so many of the 51. I mean, I'm happy to go, go through the list. But was I, there, any, was there anybody that was campaigning the other direction? You know, that's a good question, and we should go look at that. I promise you, I promise you that of the 51 Republicans who voted for it, uh, including five Texans, by the way, uh, you would look at that list and you would go out and see speeches talking about how they oppose the mandates, about how they think the mandates are wrong. But you'll go look and say, well, you just voted to fund it. And you know what they hide behind, Glenn? They hide behind, well, this is a three-week continuing resolution. We'll push this to March 11th. This is a short-term funding. We've got to make sure our men and women in uniform have all the funding they need. And we've got to keep funding Border Patrol. And we've got to keep the government on. We don't want to have a shutdown. If we have a shutdown, the American people can hold it against us, and we're going to lose in November. Look, that's, that is absolute uh, nonsense that is spewed by consultants and uh, pollsters in this town, rather than just standing up and saying it is Democrats who would seek to shut down the government rather than allowing individuals to carry out their own conscience and not be fired because they choose not to get vaccinated. But it is, but it is a three week time period. I mean, it's three weeks and I, and I understand I'm with you, Chip, Um, but uh, it is three weeks. Why can't this happen again? Right. Well, so that's why we're talking, right? So all your listeners out there go, okay, well, we didn't stop it so far in the house. I like the Senate still has to vote on it. So I hope that the Senate Republicans can find their balls, but they won't. And so when they go ahead and fund this over the next three weeks, then we should have this fight by March 11th. Now, look, we're already winning. Democrats, Steve is right. They are taking the Omicron off ramp. They are going to back away from most of these mandates. But right now, today, I got emails yesterday from MD Anderson, the very hospital that helped save my life a decade ago, where you've got doctors and nurses who are facing being fired because they don't believe taking a vaccine is in their interest. They believe they have natural immunity and they don't think they should take it. And so we've got people being fired today. So Republicans, all you people listening, let your congressman or your senator know you expect them to get it right this time if it's still to vote in the Senate or by March 11th when this uh, uh, CR expires, we should shut we should uh, uh, not fund the enforcement of these mandates if they still exist. Uh, I will be calling because uh, I've seen the list and I will be calling a couple of people that are friends of mine that didn't vote uh, with you and asking why and yep. get off the get off the fence here and vote for the next time around. Um, well, and the other the other thing I did, Glenn, yesterday was introduce legislation to say that all of our men and women in uniform who have been uh, discharged, they should one. Uh, not be forced to get the, the, the vaccine. Two, should be allowed to come back and serve and get their job back. And three, get uh, continued time of service towards retirement and towards their you know career advancement for the time since they've been locked out, whether that was 30 days ago or, or two years ago. Um, and so I introduced legislation yesterday to do that. Well, thank you for that. I, I, uh, is that going to go through or is that tied to this? 
Well, who knows? I introduced the bill yesterday in order to try to push the issue. I would like to sort of advance that concept in any of the future funding fights to say, guys, let's include provisions in there to make sure that, you know, we've got people, they've literally lost their career after 15, 20, 25, 30 years of service. And and we shouldn't be uh, forcing them to have to deal with that. So there is uh, the New York Post is reporting today that uh, they found a little something in the covid relief bill that the Democrats rammed through last March. Do you remember when they were talking about we got to catch these people who are stealing money and not reporting it to the IRS and they were going to put in the first I think it was what was it a thousand dollars or five thousand dollars and then it became ten thousand dollars over a year and they could spy on your bank accounts. Right. Well, they there's a new IRS rule uh, that is was in the covid relief bill and nobody caught it requires users of PayPal, Venmo and other third party payment services to report all transactions over six hundred dollars a year to the IRS. So they've got you if you're using digital now and not using the bank to pay for things. They now have access to everything that you do. Well, this is this is where they're headed. OK, and, and we need to remember this. And, and everybody that's listening, understand we are at war with a corporate crony class that wants to take away your freedom and wants to run your life and tell you what to do. It extends to what you just talked about in terms of the force of government co- coordinating with the force of corporate America to come after you. But it's also what we're seeing with big tech and shutting down free speech. It's also to deal with health care and big pharma and big insurance. They are rolling in money, Glenn. Pfizer mm-hmm. is rolling in money. Insurance companies. Did you know, like Humana, I think, if, I, if I'm getting my stat right, gets 89% of their revenue from federal government contracts. Or actually, I'm sorry, from government contracts across all levels of government. Think about that. Your insurance companies, the vast majority of our big insurance companies, they make the majority of their income from government. We have a corporate crony system. We have insurance-run health care. We have big tech, big education, right? We have all of this collusion with all of these big entities, and they are taking every step they can right now to shut you down. you got big institutional investors with their ESG requirements and all of their you know, woke ideology that they're trying to tie to every dollar that gets spent. All of the banks are going to come in and use the banking power to shut down our ability to transact or work with folks. You saw it go GoFundMe. Now, thankfully, there was a backlash. So GoFundMe said, "Okay, we're going to take those dollars and at least return it to people. But that's still wrong. People wanted to give money to those truckers. And GoFundMe came in and said, no, no, no. At first, we're going to steal it and give it to other charities. Then they realized, oh, that might be a problem. So now they're giving it back to the, the original donors. But that's what they're going to do. And the, and, the, and the authoritarians, the tyrants, want to use corporate America, and they've got willing, complicit uh, you know, friends in the boardrooms who are all too happy to use the power of corporate America to clamp down on our freedom in the name of their woke ideology. It's amazing. And the people who are all okay with it used to be the people that say fear corporate America, and now they're all on board with corporate America. It's weird. Uh, Chip Roy, the uh, Republican from the great state of Texas, Congressman Chip Roy, thank you very much for being on the program today. Thanks, Glenn. Keep up the fight. Thanks. Everybody Uh, go out and read Glenn's book. It's right on point. God bless. Thank you. Uh, When it comes to improving the look of your home, what's your strategy? You have an artistic eye? 
Do you know where you can walk into a room and you can look around and immediately know what is going to make this room pop? Most people don't have that skill. Um, and, but you want to walk into a room that you love every day. One of the first places you can start that is inexpensive is window treatments. And for that, may I recommend, highly recommend, Blinds.com. Whether you're, I don't know, upgrading one room or tackling the whole house, Blinds.com has you covered. Number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. That's why they have over 40,000 five-star reviews. And their free professional design consultants are always on hand to help you out. I've used them several times. They're great. And right now, Blinds.com has a site-wide sale going on for 35% off. Go to Blinds.com, get up to 35% off site-wide going on right now. Rules and restrictions may apply. Blinds.com. 10 seconds, station ID. This week, tonight, on our Wednesday night special, Congress and the Biden administration are getting back to work, selling Build Back Better to the American people. It's not just happening here. Build Back Better is an international initiative happening in countries all over the world. It is the framework for something much bigger and unrecognizable to most Americans. It is just the public face to something that's already happening Behind closed doors, the government is making moves simultaneously with action being taken by big corporations, banks, financial institutions and other governments. We're moving into a stage where all of this is soon going to directly affect you. Tonight, I'm going to show you how it is already being accomplished in Europe, and we are not far behind them. I'm also going to show you the under radar moves the Biden administration has made to pave the way for the Great Reset. You didn't vote for it, even if you are a Democrat. You didn't vote for it, but it's happening regardless. I'll show you why the companies here at home, possibly even your company that you work for, suddenly went woke. The elites in Davos spotted a trend, and they've been infiltrating it ever since. And also, the most important part of the program, how will this affect you? The system that is being built will directly impact your personal finances, and I have the documents. All they need is one more serious crisis to bring it all home. Could that be Ukraine? Could that be the banks and Wall Street? It's really all about you and me knowing the truth so we can be better prepared. Tonight on The Blaze TV, 9 p.m. Eastern, Build Back Broke, how Biden's Great Reset will force you into compliance. Tonight, 9 p.m. only on Blaze TV. Right after a brand new Stu Does America. We didn't get the, where was the music? Is that, I mean, is that supposed to be music that that's all you, emphasizes? That's, all you, that's, that's what you bring to the table today? That's it? Right after a brand new Stu Does America. I don't know why I pay you. That, I have no idea why I pay you. By the way, we told you yesterday, um, the uh, Biden administration wants 50% of the workforce unionized. 50% of the workforce. It's now... Just the 70 million people, though. Yeah, just 70 million. Not 80 million. No. That would be too much. Uh, that would be too much. Mm-hmm. 
So 50% they think the way to fix things. I'm telling you, that's the enforcement arm in every factory. You will play along. You will comply or the union will be there for you. I mean, and it'll be it'll be wonderful. I'm sure the ESG stuff is going to be pushed through those means as well. Uh, there was a, Biden was making a speech or uh, he was fumbling through some. I think that was the thing that was supposed to be a speech uh, about electric cars and chargers and how they're going to be they're going to be installing 30,000 of them a year with all union labor all across mm-hmm. the country. And like th- what th- what vision is this like this is supposed to be futuristic and at the same time it's the exact opposite it's returning to these old timey policies that have already been no debunked and retired old timey the 1950s are an old timey <laughs> 1850s when i was a kid now that's old timey and where is my lovely wife jack the glenn back program American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Take a minute, just for a second, and think about where are you and your family in the next year, financially, otherwise? What about the next five years? I can tell you, I have no, I have no idea. No idea. Are you doing better, worse, about the same? Again, no idea. When you're in that situation, you have to think, Okay, what do I do to continue to grow, but also protect what I have? Well, one of the things you have to do is stop paying uh, the banks these high interest rates on your credit cards or whatever. You got to get your financial house in order. That's where American financing comes in. They have a team of dedicated and qualified mortgage consultants who are waiting just for a phone call from you to help get started. It's an entire refinancing of your mortgage at a lower rate or one that won't restart your loan, uh, or a consolidation loan that allows you to get out from underneath those predatory credit card companies and get your financial uh, house back in order. Go to AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. And BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to get your Blaze TV subscription. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. I want to talk a little bit about what's going on in Canada. Uh, not being a Canadian and not, you know, not knowing everything that's going on, it's hard for us to comment uh, on what's what's happening. But they look peaceful, um, and you know, it's just the regular people standing up because they're seeing their government get out of control. That's what it appears. I want to introduce you to somebody. I. I mean, it's a real honor to even talk to this guy. Um, people say Canada, well, they don't have the Bill of Rights. Well, they kind of do. Um, they have the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, and that's something that they put together in 1982 and signed into, you know, the Constitution, the Constitution Act of, of 82. And just like it's like our Bill of Rights, it guarantees assembly, religion, thought, association, life, liberty, and security of a person, and Mobility. The last living signer of their Bill of Rights, their constitutional rights, uh, is now speaking out. He said, I've been watching this for a couple of years and all of those rights are being violated. His name is Brian Peckford. He is the former uh, Newfoundland uh, premier 
and he is suing the Canadian government over the vaccine mandates. Welcome to the program, sir. It's it's an Thank honor you, to have Mr. you. Beck. Thank you, Mr. Beck, for having me on. I really appreciate your program and appreciate that you took the time to invite me. No, you bet. Um, so I want to start with um, what are the, vi- the violation of the rights that you see happening? Well, in the, in the Constitution that I helped create in 1982, by the way, you were correct in your introduction, we did not have a written, constitutionally enshrined uh, Bill of Rights, right. or Charter of Rights, Charter for Bill, it makes no difference, it's the same thing, um, until 1982. We became a country in 1867. Unlike your country, you became a country in 1776, and you had a Bill of Rights in 1791. So the American system and the American people have a culture of understanding and knowing that they have certain basic individual rights and freedoms. 40 years old, and this is its first real test, if you will. Unfortunately, I'm the only first minister because it's uh, the premier's and the Prime Minister to sign a constitutional provision. It can't be done by one government or the other. It has to be done by a majority of provinces and the central government or the federal government. That mm-hmm. happened in 82. Okay. So the, the, uh, the, the, the individual rights and freedoms that are being violated now are Section 2 of the, uh, of the Constitution Act of 1982 and the Charter, which are freedom of expression, freedom of conscience, uh, freedom of the press, uh, are all being violated in one way or another. There's a second section, Section 6, which is, as you defined it, mobility, the right for any Canadian to travel anywhere in Canada or leave Canada. That's pretty, pretty strong. Then there's a freedom of assembly, a freedom of association, no conditions, no conditions. And then you have uh, freedom, freedom of thought, of life, liberty, and the security of the person. And finally, you have the right of equality before the law. In one way or another, the measures that are brought in by the 14 governments of Canada are violating one or many of those that I just enunciated. So you are being torn apart by your press. Uh, Let's see. Saltwire said Newfoundland uh, Premier Brian Peckford takes anti-vax to the next level. Is this about being anti-vax? This is about protecting the rights of... This is where so many Canadians get it mixed up. Look, as as Americans know, fundamental to any constitution are permanent values. Those permanent values are freedoms and rights of individuals. And they can't be played around with uh, just because somebody declares an emergency, an emergency for which 99% of the population survive and less than 1% die. That isn't in my uh, estimation, uh, uh, an emergency in a normal sense of the word for which a constitution would apply. Right. Um, Let me give you another one. Leslie Roberts, she's National Canadian News Anchor. She said, mediate with people who want to overthrow a government in a democratic country? No, we had uh, uh, an election. Wait a couple of years, take it to the ballot box. That's how it's done in free Canada. Well, I'm, I'm afraid that wasn't the, 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 the platform of any party going into the last election. So that is completely erroneous what she's saying. Sure, we had an election. We've had many elections since we became a country. That doesn't mean in between elections, governments won't try to violate the basic rights of individual Canadians, which they have done in this case. 
And I think when, before this is all over, my lawsuit and others that are now before the courts will prove that we're right. The, the last one from Canadian TV, CTV, second Tuesday of uh, Truckers Convoy 22, uh, 2022, and the organizers still think there's a path for them to overthrow the government, which is simply not how this works. No one, at least in America, no one's trying to overthrow the government. We want a restoration of our Bill of Rights. Is this who's trying to overthrow the government? Are the truckers doing that? No, no, not at all. The truckers are there to demand that the government relieve the mandates that they have put in place, especially the mandate for truckers who have to go back and forth across the border with goods and services. And they have to be vaccinated. And, and the, the truckers are upset about that. And, and I agree with them and support what the truckers are doing. They're trying to overthrow nobody. All they're doing, and by the way, on the streets of Ottawa, citizen after citizen has you know, already witnessed that these are very peace-loving Canadians. And all they want is an opportunity for their rights and freedoms to be protected under the Constitution as it exists, as it was passed and created by me with others in 1982. So this business of overthrow is just an exaggeration by the media who are on the government side to try to prove that all these truckers are terrorists when they're not. May I ask why you're on this program? You announced this on the Jordan Peterson podcast, the lawsuit against Canada. Um, What's the reaction to you in Canada with the press? The mainstream press have totally ignored me up until about three or four days ago. And then, of course, when they call, they want to put conditions on what I can almost say on the program. So all of the alternate media in Canada, of which there are scores of different people doing podcasts like Jordan Peterson's, have been overjoyed. And so every day I'm doing two to four interviews all over Canada, as well as in the United States, Good. like I'm doing right now. And, and I just had two calls this morning before I got up out of bed Good. from other radio stations now are getting into the act in, in Canada. And so I'll be responding to them. But, uh, yeah, the, the mainstream press up until now have uh, completely ignored me. Never before have they done this. Every time I've written a letter or made a comment, they've carried it because I'm a former first minister and may have something valuable to say. Uh, but this has been a conspiracy by, by the government and the big press uh, against all of those who have an, uh, an alternative narrative which has validity. What did you think of uh, Trudeau walking out yesterday? In... Well, very much like his father. You see, I served as a first minister of Newfoundland when his father was prime minister of Canada. So I'm used to the Trudeaus. Trudeau Sr. walked out too. He walked out when we were trying to negotiate the Charter Rights and Freedoms. Okay? This is a very important piece of Canadian history that Americans might know because most Canadians don't know it. He walked out halfway through the negotiations, went to the House of Commons, passed a law. He said, I can do this unilaterally. I don't need, need the provinces. The provinces took him to court. He lost. We won. And so, therefore, he had to come back to the table. That's when we got the Charter Rights and Freedoms in Canada. That's why I'm so upset, because I know the Trudeau personality. I know the Trudeau behavior. And now, you know, son like daddy. And, and nothing has changed in Canada except that the Trudeau name needs not to be revered like it is and needs to be put in its place because they're doing things which are injurious to Canada. The, the last question, um, sir, that I have for you is... is um you know, I think you saw one of your premiers last night say we're going to get rid of the mask mandate as of midnight tonight. 
And uh, we're going to start retracting some of these things. I think they're going to start saying, you know, it was their draconian moves that made all of this great when I think it's just they're feeling the political pressure. They're not going to pay a price for it. And, and if we don't strengthen our constitutional rights, if people don't pay a price for what the, our, all of our countries have gone through, um, we, we, we don't change anything. What needs to I happen? Agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. I've already written about that in the last three days. If you're going to go back to normal because this premier, after seeing people have delayed, you know, die because of delayed surgeries, right? People because of delayed appointments to specialists get hurt. If you're now going to go back to normal without first and foremost taking all of these court measures all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada and get our charter restored to where it was before this happened, then nothing changes. Not only does nothing change, it gets worse. Because the next time around, a government will declare emergency for the simplest little foolish thing and use this as a precedent, thereby downgrading the the charter or or the bill because in court, in jurisprudence, they're allowed to use precedent. I, I hope the Canadian people are standing. I hope the, uh, the Canadian people are awake uh, in many ways. Some of your intellectuals, Jordan Peterson, etc., are more awake than America. Uh, I think we just assumed it would never happen here. And we're all going to hell in a handbasket. I don't know why you'd go to hell in a handbasket, but that's where, that's where we're headed. Uh, and uh, if we don't stand up soon, we're going to lose all of our rights. Thank you for what you're doing, sir. Thank you very much, Mr. Beck, for having me. I really appreciate it. You got God bless. Stay in touch. Thank you. That is, it's weird talking to somebody who was one of the original architects. Can you imagine being able to talk to one of the guys who formed the Bill yeah. of Rights here in America? It's pretty weird. It's cool. It is cool. It's yeah, really cool. cool. Um, and I thank him for being on the program. Uh, Let me tell you about Relief Factor. I spent way too many years of my life dealing with the pain in my hands and and, and my back and feet and everything else. The hands, uh, that pain was so debilitating is uh, to to the point to where I couldn't even write. I couldn't handwrite anything. I couldn't type. I couldn't hold my phone. It was weird. It was really bad. Eventually, my wife was tired of hearing me complaining after I tried what I thought was everything. I mean, I went to the Mayo Clinic. I went everywhere. uh, And nobody had a solution that worked for me. My wife said, you got to try Relief Factor. And I I, I think I have the same reaction of a lot of people. You know, Relief Factor. Oh, the one that's advertised on the radio. Uh, Yeah. Uh huh. That's not going to work. I will tell you, if you have taken pause and said, that's not going to work for me, please try it. I did not think it would work for me. Three-week quick start developed for you, $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Try it for three weeks. Feel the difference. 800, the number four, relief or relieffactor.com. The Glenn Beck Program. (laughs) 
Hey, I want to leave you with something that uh, I saw up in Canada. A police officer in Ottawa made a video, and I'm waiting for the Capitol Police and others, FBI, to do exactly the same thing. Listen. My name is Nick Motichka. I'm a police officer currently with the Calgary Police Service. I've been with Calgary for just a little over 10 years. Today was a hard day for me. Something was taken away from me that I can never get back. Watching members of the Ottawa Police Service seize fuel from peaceful protesters took away a long-held belief that I thought to be a lasting truth. And that is that the police are here when push really comes to shove to protect and help people. I will never see my profession in the same light than I did before today. What I saw was the police doing politicians dirty work like hired goons. This goes against every reason why I chose this mostly thankless, difficult, traumatizing career with terrible hours. The reason I got into law enforcement was to help people. However naive that was, it is my honest truth. As the years wore on, I'll be the first to admit that I got jaded, but I never let anything compromise my integrity. I always applied the front page of the newspaper test, and that is, would I be okay with whatever I was about to do, being on the front page of the paper, or a news story in your feed for younger viewers? Doing what was right, even when no one was looking, even if it was difficult, was always the right decision. What is happening in Ottawa with the clear political influence on the police to physically exert political will on peaceful protesters for nothing more than possible political gain is so very wrong on so many levels. I was just following orders is no longer an excuse. It is time to stand up and speak out by refusing to breach your fellow citizens fundamental charter rights. This is amazing. Courage is contagious and courage is beginning to spread and people know the truth. And when you know the truth, as he saw it and, you know, was being forced to participate in it and walked away. uh, Once you know the truth, you have a choice. And if you choose to dismiss or go along that is the beginning of a brand new trail for you and it'll get darker and darker you cannot participate in any way if your conscience says this is wrong you must speak out silence in the silence in the face of silence silence in the face of evil is evil itself uh dietrich bonhoeffer said that And it's true. And just like Joe Rogan, he was taken off the air because he was doing a series on what was misinformation, according to Hitler. He was doing a series on the Fuhrer principle on radio. And at the same time that Hitler was raising his uh, his arm to swear an allegiance to the German Republic, Hitler's goons came and shut the transmitter off. You must speak out. This is the Glenn Beck Program.